I'm confused. Hello and welcome. I'm not Steve. I'm Rasmus. I'm not Al. I'm Red. And I'm Jan, not Brad. And welcome to Fools with Tools, the podcast for the illiterate Illuminati. Or something like that. It's the first one that came to mind earlier today. So nice. that's what you got. So what's you all been up to? Jan, you don't look like you want to kill people today. No, no, I'm actually doing good. Still a lot to do at work, but um, we had over the weekend a big, well, it's not like a festival, but it's called Day of the Buildings, like roughly translated. Um, mm -hmm. So it's basically all the historic buildings in my town, and we have a lot of them. They open up for like special tours. So you can go up church towers and um, it's all a little bit like you have to book it in advance because of the whole Corona thing and everything. But uh, it's actually like a lot of fun because you get access to buildings you usually um, never get access to. So we, Is this the kind of stuff where you walk and point at stuff and say, yes, that's older than America? Yes, that's older than America? Yes, that's older than America? <laughs> oh, that, get, that gets old really fast in my town. Like we, we, we're talking about stuff building at like the original church was built in 700. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It, it's basically new. Then. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> innovation standards that's like built yesterday in uh, the one for my town. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's uh, the, the church itself. I think the last uh, part was built in uh, actually 17 something for it. So they, it's basically three churches built on top of each other. Like that was the most impressive Ooh. one I visited because it's like the city church. But what was actually really nice about it, it has two towers. And because we have like four churches, like right next to each other, it's like Catholic and Protestant ones. And they always try to like build the bigger churches. Ooh. So at one point they decided, oh, we have to make that one really big. That was like the last step. And it has two towers, like bell towers on the side. Uh, what they didn't think about was that the ground was uh, not stable enough for it. So that they were leaning outwards. And for them to Ooh. not fall, they actually built an iron bridge or like a wooden bridge at first and then but with iron rods and then laid an iron bridge between the two towers wait, wait, to, to actually keep bind them together to keep them to exactly yeah 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 so it looks like wow. a, a bridge to just cross the towers but actually it's like full with steel just holding the towers from like tipping to each side and um, there were people <laughs> living in it so there's like a whole wooden room they even laid um, stone tile um, yeah like the floors stone tile floors like I don't know, 50, 60 meters above the ground. So this is like insane. So you walk up those like narrow stairs wow. for stone, then wood, and you see like stone is outside in the middle, it's just a wooden frame. And then you get up there and you got a beautiful view over the city. But it's just like a small little house like built in the tower inside. It's like coming to a completely different world. And you're looking out the window and you realize, yeah, I'm really high above ground right now. <laughs> so that was, that was great. Yeah. How is how's the place called for the people uh, listening that want to search it up? Um, it's we just call it the Stadtkirche. I think it's Saint Dion's, but I'm not a hundred percent sure because we got so many. I always mix up the names of them. Okay, we'll put a link in the shouts anyway. Exactly. I'm just gonna um, yeah. Let's change the topic and I'll Google it and pretend that I just remembered the name. <laughs> Is that event like once a year? You can visit whatever uh, building that they are in the city or in the country like for free? Uh, it's all for free. 
you yeah. just have to and it's guided tours and um it's for the different churches we have in town but it's also for like because we have a huge uh tower and like a how do you call it like protective circle around the uh the city so there's different towers yeah. so you can go into the towers and there's just a lot of different buildings that are usually close to the public that opens once a, uh, once a year that you can visit okay. them yeah. yeah we have the same thing around here which is the called the day of the patrimony or something like that and you can visit uh every uh building private or public that they are registered to the uh, french uh, architectural uh, treasures or stuff like that and also the the museum so you can go to the louvre for free uh, for, for one day which is mm. which is great because that is nice yeah that's actually the same here the, we went also in two museums that i haven't been to before um and they both were free entry that day yeah for the listeners that speak german um it's tag des denkmals so yeah bless you yeah <laughs> hachi <laughs> <laughs> and red what you been up to Ah, not much. Um, what I, I've I've spent uh, uh, quite some days fixing the car. Last week, last time we spoke, um, the three of us, I was in the middle of the process of uh, fixing my car, and it was I was four days in, I believe. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and so I I finished the week doing exactly the same thing, <laughs> fixing some stuff on my car because I had a leak, oil leak somewhere in the motor, and it was all dirty. I have an ins inspection for um, the car coming up in a few months, so it needed to be fixed and cleaned. Otherwise, the guy would have said to me, "Oh no, you you need to fix that and to get it um, controlled again, and and so you can't." can't be on the road in the meantime so uh, that's that's something i needed to take care of uh, pretty uh, quickly so that's what i've done and since i was in the car or under the car or on the car i took the time to fix everything that was wrong with the car uh even the the 12 volt uh, plug that you have inside uh, next to the driving wheel so you can plug but stuff so did did you also make the car not french anymore oh no that's that's something i i i wish i could do but i can't but it, that's i can't that's an idea actually <laughs> i can, can do something about that but that's cool i mean many people outside of france will call that a problem with the french car but that it yeah is french. yeah yeah no i i get it because i, I we um, when i say we i mean france was pretty good at making cars uh, a long time ago and then and that's also the problem in many other fields in france they decided not to invest that much as much as other country at least in in research and development so we keep the old molds we keep the old motors and we build a brand new car and we don't fix the issue of the old one on the new one so it's slightly um it has slightly improved in the past decade but it's still it's not that great we used to to make really good cars and now uh not anymore and and so the the where you could only see uh renault or peugeot or citroen in the streets everywhere uh like a few uh, decades ago uh, now you can see a lot of foreign cars which is good because it means that 
they can build great cars for a good price and and it also push the the french uh, constructor to make better cars so i don't care because my wife is actually uh, uh, driving a japanese car i have a french one uh, and and i prefer hers it, it's way better than mine <laughs> but, but the positive thing about the french cars sooner or later they all become hybrids I mean, they burn half fuel, half oil, so maybe the, the wrong kind of hybrid. But. Yeah, probably the wrong kind of hybrid. You're right. No, yeah, yeah I yeah. don't think you get green points for that. Uh, so yeah, I spent a lot of time doing that. Uh, I finished on Sunday afternoon, uh, and and uh, took uh, the day editing a podcast because I'm I'm now doing a podcast with friends, which is. Which is nice. Really? Ooh, yeah. What happened? Yeah, I have friends. <laughs> now I have friends. Or, or do I? Yeah, well, I? I guess the acute listeners sort of deduced this already that we three started a podcast a little while back. Yeah. So we and are. By the time this one, this episode is out, the first three episodes of ours should be uploaded. Absolutely. Yeah. All done in secrecy because we don't actually like people. Exactly. <laughs> But then Steve asked us for help, and we'd like him a little bit less than most people, or the other way around. I don't words. I'm steving. <laughs> and that's the great and thing it, about sorry. it. If you think about it, like we um, figured out before, having having a German, a French, and a Sweden, uh, Norwegian. <laughs> Watch it now. Watch it. Doing a podcast in, in Germany English. before. We can do it again. <laughs> So we naturally decided to make a podcast to do a podcast in English because that's 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 the great thing about English that it everybody understands it. So yeah, yeah we are three episodes in. Uh, was it called again, Rasmus? Two thirds focused. Yeah. Because we found that to be fairly descriptive about the general state of us when we are recording a podcast. <laughs> that, that actually is true. So yeah, he said while looking around this room, distracted. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, the time of everybody uh, starts uh, doing podcasts because they have been doing it for a long time, and with life uh, sometimes take over the the free time they have to make a podcast. We decided to uh, keep the the flame burning and and starting our own. Um, and I hope it will be fun. At least it just, it's fun for me. I hope it's also uh, fun to do for you guys. So hopefully it will be uh, fun to listen uh, to uh, for the listeners. So, yeah. And if, so. and if not, we don't care. Because we're basically <laughs> doing it to just like bullshit each other and find a reason to get together once a week and just... Well, I, I'm, I'm highly sensitive. I care a great deal. <laughs> Not about the podcast, I just care about things in general. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say, it's like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Russ? What have you done? Yeah, I I recently moved house and forge and all of that. And I have been slowly getting everything up and in order and organized and shit together stuff. Which is great fun. I mean... Uh, I think I used to have some really good friends, but then they had to help me move four tons of forge and a house or an apartment, technically, in w inside of 24 hours because 
Uh, well, there's the, there's the old expression of at least we have it in Norway where the stupid will walk twice and the lazy will carry himself to death. Have you heard that one? Never, but that's no. a good one. Yeah, it, well, it, it is what it sounds like. Like either you are stupid and you walk two times, or you are lazy and you t- carry everything at once. Or I'm mixing it up and it's supposed to be the other way around because words and I'm no, Stevie today. Makes sense. Today, makes so. sense. Uh, but yeah, it's um, and like we. I, I call them, they helped me move uh, the previous time, four years ago. And for some reason, I have even more stuff now. I don't know what happened. Suddenly, I have five anvils and ten post vices. Still not enough. Yeah, I mean, I should have ten anvils. I mean, it should be even numbers of everything. Yeah, so I, I, I have a problem I there. Not if you ask Rasmus's friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's sort of like we start loading. I, I, I have really good friends. They have, and they have, like, been amazingly helpful and they have some really really useful cars big pickups and big trailers behind them but it was like we were just loading everything up and at some point we just stopped and looked at it and should we go over and weigh this thing <laughs> and we just agreed no that's probably bad news let's just move everything now move this car away and start loading up the next car and we'll see how that goes <laughs> and you did everything apartment and forge uh, the same day Within 24 hours, so we finished up, well, we started at 5 o'clock, we finished at 2 a.m., and then there's an hour's drive back home, and then we started up at 9 a.m. the day after, and we finished by 7 p.m., and then we went to another friend's moving in party, and we were absolutely all dead by 1 a.m., and then we were like actual corpses in the car on the way back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which was a great weekend by all means I loved it but um, I don't think most people enjoy just hauling heavy shit around like I do and of course this is my heavy shit and not their heavy shit so like I'm somewhat more invested well it depends um, if you have free pizza and beers at the end of the, the weekend oh yeah I, I I bribe them properly with food and drinks like, so they so good. I, I think they were more or less satisfied uh, although they're very good at complaining so it's hard to tell for a couple of weeks uh, but oh, th- actually, the best part that recently happened was that I last weekend got back to Luon, the my grandfather's old town, where out in the fjords, where my last name is from, and sort of where I used to spend almost every other summer back when I grew up. And we went for a small hike of up to what supposedly was built to be a hospital on top of a mountain at eighteen hundred meters Why? <laughs> above sea level. Uh, the, the theory was that uh, for tuberculosis, the clean air, oh, okay, or the th- and the thinner air would be better for you. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh. Of course, if you could get up to the hospital by yourself, you probably didn't deserve to stay. Yeah, probably. exactly. It's like the best one. Like it's a hospital without doctors because if you make it up there, you <laughs> you're healthy enough to like <laughs> you don't need any yeah, treatment. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it, Norwegian sentimentality is like. Walk it off, and w- on the way there, you'll have a great view. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's actually Norway's longest uphill hike, where you climb 1,800 meters, you start at 30, and you finish at 1,850, which is probably a bazillion feet in imperial stuffs. And it's uh, I, I I spammed properly on Instagram, telling showing the view and telling stories and all that so i i realized that there's actually a limit on the amount of stories you can have in a highlight it's a hundred i have managed to record a hundred and two 
That's a lot. Post story things, 15 centimeters clip. <laughs> That's you can lot. do math and figure out the length of that. <laughs> so uh, if if people are really curious, there it's in it's the it is in my highlights on Instagram. My Steve impersonation, I feel like I'm on point today, except for accent. <laughs> uh, the highlights are in my Instagram feed. Uh, you can find it there if you really want more of the story about when and how it was built and all of that and some pictures as well. And yeah, great. that's that's mostly it. Today I finished up loading the material rack, so I put two tons of steel up on the wall. No. Oh. And then step back and try to see if the whole building was leaning over. And I don't think it was leaning over more than it used to. <laughs> so that's good. So, I think so. Well, uh, my landlord is in the forge now and he hasn't called me or complained about anything. So that's good. Although he did ask for my phone number, so he might be wanting to call <laughs> me and complain about something. <laughs> Come to think of it. But let's, let's move on from potential disaster to I'll see out my window in a few hours. When um, do you think you will be able to um, go back in the forge to work? Uh, when will you be settled? Uh, I will spend tomorrow building a tool rack. And after that, it is more or less ready. Okay. I have ordered material to build workbenches that I'll hope we'll get this week. But it's uh, there are like an old woodworking bench there and an old table that we're currently using. So we manage. It's just not fireproof or particularly sturdy. So, I mean... Uh, I've been busy with getting the house in order and then building all of the other stuff for the forge and all that and not dying while climbing or moving stuff. So I've actually been taking it really slow and easy, which feels weird. It's like holidays for you, moving. Yeah, I mean, today I only lifted two tons of steel. It's basically a holiday. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we did. We did. We did have a topic today. Uh, I or rather, think so. I have a statement that I want to discuss. Yeah, which will turn into a topic, I hope. And that is the happiness is a skill. Agreed. Next it topic. It is something you. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it it it's sort of around the sentiment that uh, you need to learn how to not to be happy, but how to keep happy habits how to make yourself not become happy how to put yourself in a happy environment how to expose yourself to things that make you happy and how to avoid all of the unhappy things yeah i and, um, totally agree I, I can i can ramble on a little bit to introduce it a bit more sure. because i listen to a lot of podcasts and this is one that's been catching my my mind for the last week or so uh, it's called the Happiness Lab. So if you're interested in all of this and want someone talking sincerely about a lot of difficult topics around happiness and depression and all of that, it's a really good top, really good podcast. And they also have a lot of science that they reference and back it up with, which I find a lot better than a woo-woo hippie-hippie podcast where you just say, think yourself happy and that's it. I like there to be some more foundation. I would uh, like people to say, this is what I believe and this is why I believe it. Yeah. So, yeah, the happiness lab. Uh, the point I was missing was that uh, the current study says that there are some... Your happiness level is probably dependent a little bit on your genes. In the sense that if you have really, really happy parents, you are more likely to be a really, really happy person. 
but there's probably less of a correlation between your genes and happiness as there are uh, than there are between your genes and obesity if that makes sense because you've probably all heard this old, the good old sentiment of like you have fat genes or big bones or all of that and that's why you are overweight or really big mm. and there are science behind that saying that yes some people struggle more with certain kinds of food and their fat content and how to how in calories and how to digest and burn all of that while other people do not but there's not a really big correlation yeah it's just a tiny bit saying that yeah if you if your diet mainly consists of these things then your body will probably turn out this way. Mm-hmm. But it's also dependent on your activity levels and how much you eat and all of these other things. If that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So then the topic, of course, occurs, okay, if there's not much of a correlation between your genes and how happy you are, how do you become happy? And this is where I want you to discuss with me big question exactly i just yeah yeah because like i've never like happiness i would never put together with something that has to do with genes i mean looking at it it's like yes happiness can be influenced uh influenced by a medical status like just basically yeah i mean for if you take a sickness or something you're going on to mental illness and depression all that yeah, at least like the the, the brain chemical part yeah, of it, definitely. but just by going as going from like a normal functioning standpoint or like a normal standpoint, I never thought about it was something by genes. I mean, I agree with the parent part, but this is more like um, <laughs> I wouldn't say focus, but it's basically how you learn it from your parents. If you have parents with a positive mindset that teach you to see things more positive from an early age then I think people struggle a lot less on like finding happiness or being happy. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that as a child, then I think you struggle a lot more. Basically, if your parents are miserable or fighting all the time, like you can, and there are studies about that. It's like not just the parents fighting with each other, but just like stuff happening within the family that has really affected children like up into an older age. Yeah, that that I I totally agree with you, Jan. With the um, the way uh, your parents raised you, if it's um, happy environment or if they are smiling all the time and talking to you properly, I mean kindly, instead of shouting when you drop your fork on the floor when you are eating something. Or there, there's there, I I really believe that the environmental uh, the environment you are raised in. Uh, takes a big place, um, has a big impact on your brain when you're a little kid, and how it, uh, uh, how you will see happiness when you are grown up, when when you will, will apprehend facts and life and what's happening to you. Um, I also, uh, I have, I have no trouble um, accepting the fact that it can also be related to, to your genes, uh, because I know. Uh, that, uh, as you said, um, the the chemical balance in your brain can can affect you like really really badly uh, for having uh, for having been through depression two years ago, and this depression was not only uh, uh, caused by um, 
facts or stuff that happened in my life. It was also a chemical uh, imbalance. Imbalance, mm. yeah, in my brain. And as soon as I took pills to um, re- gain a, a better balance about it, it was I was way better than I was like two months before. Obviously, what happened uh, in the previous weeks or years has, has also a big impact on how I saw things. But it's like um, um, watching an event uh, through a broken glass. I mean, mm-hmm. if your brain is not broken but unbalanced, the glass is broken, you will not see or perceive the uh, event a proper, in a proper way, in, in a good way. Uh, at least in a in a way that you can deal with the event properly as you you should or you would if the glass was not broken so it it really depends i i have these two things i i totally believe about the uh, um I, I believe you about the the small impact that it can have to have genes coming from people that are um, always sad or not happy or depressed. So the the, the, the genetic in, in it can have uh, uh, an impact and, and a role to do with that. I, I more, mainly, mostly believe that um, how you raise your kid, do you joke with them? Do you play with them? Do you uh, raise them in a happy um, household? All that kind of stuff are, are, have a big, big impact. So the surrounding... Uh, for me is is fundamental um, for just one last thing and and I, w- I will uh, I will <laughs> give you uh, just no, no, one no, last thing but all means, go on, go on. <laughs> no because that that's a that's a topic dear to me because I went through depression and 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 it's all um, often seen as weakness as something that uh, you shouldn't talk about and and no you should you you absolutely should talk about that. So find someone, even if it's only one person, um, that understand you, or just listen to you without judging, uh, and just talking about the fact that you are not okay. Even if you say I'm fine, I'm okay all the time, you are not because we are not because life is hard. It's it's not easy to live right now especially with the pandemic and everything that's happening in the world so yeah just talk about it so fuck i will talk about it i will say that people uh, need help uh, but you can't force them you can't say i'm here for Mm. you so talk to me they will not talk to you just be there to listen to them if they need and when they need to talk so i've been i've been through that shit i was lucky enough to have people to listen to me my wonderful wife and another friend and she know who, who she is and thank you again for that um the the so the the people you are surrounding yourself with i think is a big big uh, part of your happiness. If you are surrounded with people that are constantly blaming other or sad or um, or not happy with life, but they have no good reason to be unhappy with life, I mean, they will take you down and they will they will keep you from being happy. So I'm not saying that you have to let these people go because if they are this way, if they are probably hurting and you should probably try to help them as well to get better and, and see life in a different way but also surround yourself with happy people smiling people that people will be 
uh, happy to see you and you will be happy to see them so the surrounding is is i'm i think very important in the in in the um, mindset that you can put yourself into to just uh, appreciate life and find happiness it's always very difficult to define happiness um, when you ask people in the streets and i've seen a video like two days ago about that a guy um, asking a random person in the street are you happy and the the answer is always yes and when they ask that to elderly people uh, why are you happy um, they always answer because I'm alive. I'm I waking up this morning. I'm I'm here, and and the day is just starting, and anything can happen, good or bad. But I'm here, and these particular guys were saying, uh, "Do you know how many people died during the night?" I mean, I'm here. Why wouldn't why wouldn't I be happy? So that's a good um, point of view, I believe. But yeah, I like that one. There is also a lot of things to take into consideration when you are taking, talking about your own life, all the facts, all the the events that uh, happen to you, sad ones, uh, and I've I've been through a few um, traumatic events like a big earthquake or tsunami or a car accident or losing a friend or or a separation between two people that you love um that that can be very traumatic and that that can affect the way you see life and make you lose this sense of happiness so in my from my point of view yes the surrounding is important the predisposition that your body or brain can have is also important you um but but i i strongly believe that if you train yourself um and try to develop happiness as a skill you can improve the situation. It's not. It's not all a given. You'll be happy in your life, or you'll be unhappy in your life. You can. You can tune it uh, and work on it, mm. just like you do um, with the skill. Uh, I think. I'm. I'm curious. Is this something you've thought a lot about in regards oh, to your yeah. son? No, specifically to your son and like like. Um, happiness as a skill or maybe mental health or mental hygiene have you brought a lot of that those thoughts into how you raise him how you talk about him uh, talk yeah to him yeah, about yeah. it absolutely i i um i remember uh having been an happy child uh till a certain point in my life uh till i was like probably eight or nine um, then something happened and it changed everything. And mm. and um, so I'm not going to explain here because details. No, 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 nobody fine. cares. But um, I, we I do, remember. But not today. <laughs> yeah, not today. In, in another episode. <laughs> Come if you want to, to listen what happened to me and when I, nothing bad, nothing too bad. I was no rape or accident or nobody was killed or so that, that's not that bad. But did something you go to Santa wasn't real? Yeah, that was it. So, yeah, okay. if you if you want to learn to why and, and how I learned that Santa was not real, come to give a listen at, at two thirds focused. Um, anyway, back on track. Yeah, I. Wait, um, wait, I have to go on that. Santa isn't real. <laughs> no, it is. It, it, it is. It is. It's, uh, oh, I was worried for a while. Oh. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Don't don't let your kids listen, listen to that episode. Yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> Next up, how I kept Easter Bunny. <laughs> uh, may, may I just interject and say that one of 
the more popular Christmas songs in Norway is called I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa. I Saw Mommy <laughs> Kissing Santa? Yeah. Wow, that's... That's weird, to be honest. That's and, and it's sung from the view of the kid who doesn't realize that his that, that uh, her dad is playing Santa. And it's oh. it's, it's really it's really sweet. I, I kind of like it. It's well, I, I, it's also the same kind of thing. Like Fairy Tale of New York is a fantastic Christmas song because <laughs> it's so brutally honest, but it's not really about Christmas. Okay, it no, just has I, the the Christmas vibe in the background. But yeah, no. Okay, no. Now I see it. the dad is dressed up as Santa, and the mother kiss him, and so the kid doesn't realize it's the dad. Okay, sorry, yeah. my bad. So you see, it was traumatic for me to learn that Santa was <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but going to the whole story, what you said, right? Um, like I agree with that. Like especially with the, the the forming of everything part. But one thing I am really careful about because the whole mental health thing that I had in my like not just family but like with friends and everything is there there can be so many reasons so what uh, that was what i was trying to go about like earlier like from the chemistry like medical standpoint from like uh from something that happened in the past like changing over time uh there, there's a lot of stuff that influences that so not giving an advice on it like basically i can tell what like helped for me because when i was younger i basically had the same issue uh for me it was just chemical uh because i had a um how do you call it like um thyroid issues mm. Mm. so that basically just threw everything out of whack the more in the case of like being tired all the time like have no, low energy but also like after a while even if i tried to make sport like i couldn't really um concentrate stuff like that so this this, this was like got a little bit of a slope but i was for hold against it i was raised really positively so something there's just stuff colliding so i can say what helped for me but i got really careful in giving other people advice on how to deal with that like if if shit goes down like basically if you're not feeling well if there's anything i just get professional help it's like the first thing i can sure sure i i totally agree uh i wouldn't sorry i wouldn't be uh happy and better now uh if i wouldn't have seen a professional my dog was was uh wonderful because he listened to what i had to say and um it's been the answer for me and and a friend could do that but the only way to get out of depression the only way to to really get better is to talk to someone that knows the shit Uh, and a professional doctor psychiatrist or, or whatever it is Uh, knows that and knows how to deal with it. A friend can only be uh, a, an, ear, an ear to listen to your problem, to help you to deal with them on a day-to-day basis. But to treat it, to cure it, uh, the help of a professional is absolutely mandatory. I believe so. So absolutely. I, I, I yeah. I, I don't give advice to people who, who are not well because I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare judge their life or the, the event that has been traumatic to them I, i couldn't say yeah do this do that because it will help the only thing the only advice i can give is talk to someone and it will help mm-hmm. you to get out of the the hole you're digging for yourself um, um, I, w- i would actually go 
a little bit further and say be preventative about it mm. i think you honestly should talk to a professional uh, at least as often as you go to your dentist or have a health checkup yeah i mean not hmm. not not to check if everything is anything is wrong with you but just to vent the tiny things before they become big things just to actually ask those questions of so this is something i've actually been thinking about for months am i the crazy one did i do something wrong am i unreasonable yeah just have something to can just go there and say no no of course not they are idiots that's, that's a good point. valuable that's a very good point prevention works as well and, and and venting with a professional is always the best way but friends also can be can be here yeah. just to for for events because it if it doesn't get bigger than just something uh, uh, something that you are angry about or frustrated about uh just having friends and talking to your friends can just help you and but if you let it get bigger than that yes mm. of course you really need the, yeah. the help of a professional and to answer your question quickly Erasmus, yeah that's something that i really uh, thought about for a long time and 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 i'm really taking care um taking taking into consideration when i raise my kid and when i talk to him about stuff um because um i don't want him to be uh to to, to be um how, how can i say that Uh, diminished or frustrated by stuff mm. that he doesn't understand, uh, just like it happened to me when I was a kid, and and has no way to deal with it. So when something is happening in the in in a kid's life that he doesn't understand, he doesn't understand the reason, he doesn't understand what's happening and and why, it he has no way to deal with that stuff. So he is less left. Sorry, he is left on his own trying to find an answer to something that he doesn't understand. So that's just asking a random guy to make a, a plane fly without having no knowledge about engine, planes, or aeronautic or anything. So just make it fly. Yeah. No, there is not a chance. <laughs> that's, um, that, that's, a, that's a good comparison in the sense that you, you would never expect anyone to be able to just walk into the cockpit and take off with a plane without problem. Absolutely. The same goes for, I would dare say, just about everything else in life. Yeah. You need to learn the fundamentals. You need to get... And it's sort of... I don't have kids, so it's... My view of all of this is sort of how I talk to my dad about how he raised us mm. and how he talked to us about raising us in the sense that his job is not to solve all of, us, all of our problems. His job is to give us the tools so we can solve them ourselves Absolutely. or make us or teach us when to ask for help. There is a, a quote that I really like. Uh, you don't prep the world for your child. You prep your child for the world. Yes. So you give them the tools to deal with everything that they will have to deal with in life and happiness Um, for me, is the result of being able to deal with the bad stuff in life. So if I mm. get asked, are you happy now? Yeah, fuck, I'm happy. Um, why do you ask? Because, and I'm going to quote another French singer uh, who was asked, um, when are you rich? When does wealth begin with begin with and i had, he gave the best answer uh, i i would have 
thought about uh, best answer ever it was um wealth be- begins or starts with a wife and the child and that's that was a great answer mm. to me because uh it's not about money he, he, uh, i'm broke as fuck yeah <laughs> i have my wife i'm lucky to have my wife i'm super lucky to have my kid i have good friends i'm doing what i like in life what i love in life i make stuff uh money is not that big of a problem um uh, it is on a day-to-day basis because we can't buy all the shit that we would like to buy for ourselves of the kid so we have to be very careful but it's all about are you happy to wake up in the morning and to go to work or to do what you have to do and if the answer is no it's super hard for for anyone to to give up a job that's paying well or or to change life um but but i've did it twice or three times in my life that's not so hard what what's hard is to just decide it and and then you you'll deal with it um long term or 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 not but damn life is short it, it yeah why yeah. We waste it with bullshit and and i mean yeah. I, yeah, I will. I will never be the 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 richest guy in the cemetery, and that's fine. <laughs> and yeah. I I don't care at all. What I care about is is my wife happy? Is my kid happy? Are my friends happy? And if they are, then I am happy. I I, w- I would just uh, um come with a small mention to what you said, where happiness is not specifically about having a life partner and a kid it's about that familiar that personal connection with someone oh yeah absolutely i it, it this quote uh, talked to me because i was mm. just uh, when the first time i i've heard it my my son was born like one or two years prior so mm. it was it was quite fresh for me so quite new and and so it talked to me in a in a particular way but i believe it's different for anyone what is wealth why are you happy you can be happy with a wife and a kid you can be happy because you are single and you have time to do whatever you want to do you can be happy because you are rich as fuck and you can buy whatever you want um you can be happy because you are living in a cabin in the middle of the woods and nobody's here to bother you you can be happy for so many reasons but most of the time people are not happy because they let stuff ruin their happiness they can they are they are invited their life uh is or are uh ruined by uh, neighbors or coworkers or unnecessary unnecessary stuff, the 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 pressure that they put on themselves uh, is 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 absolutely crazy. And I'm not saying that I don't do that. I do that every single day for my for for my work. I have to do this and I have to do that. I have to finish oh, yeah. the plan. Me I have too. to edit the video. <laughs> and I have. so it's self-imposed pressure that I live better without. But if I don't do that. That's the way I work. So if I don't do that, I wake up in the morning saying, I have nothing to do today. My schedule is clear. I do. I can do whatever I want. And that's when the the blues hits. That's when mm. I'm not I'm not happy because I need to do stuff. I need to have stuff to do. I need to stay active. I have to. I need to be able to take care of my wife, my kid, my friends, my family. 
my my job and and I keep <laughs> adding stuff to the list but that's the way I work that's the way I I I feel alive by doing stuff the only problem you have to 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 be aware of is when it, is it too much when your list is full already don't add to the list don't start a second one because that will be the beginning of the end because you will get overwhelmed but by your self-imposed pressure and happiness that will turn into not being happy yeah also if you have that list and like i think most of us that's the whole thing about let's put it on the make community uh is that we all like to stay busy but when you make a list like that always don't make it at a hundred percent if you have a low day like this the same amount like this sometimes it's not even the stuff that comes on top on the list yeah. it's the stuff that's already on the list which is not a problem on a good day but if you have something coming up or just life happens and you're not able to like continue on that list so not everything is piling up and just like crashing and burning basically because you're balancing it's a good old saying like everybody got a plan until they got punched in the face exactly and yeah life pretty will much. keep punching <laughs> oh yeah it's pretty good at it <laughs> yeah now you're right allow yourself to have some free time to keep working on the list if you can or to do mm -hmm. something else if you need um they, they don't be too hard on yourself if you want to 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 be happy you have to find it's always about the fucking life balance work balance friend and and time alone balance it's mm. always about balance but no it doesn't have to be because if what's make you happy is to work like crazy or to do nothing like crazy or just to to not work and and not having money is is good enough for you yeah that's right i don't think there is a, 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 a miracle recipe for happiness i just believe that that's it's a skill yeah. that you learn to to grow with time as life hits you in the face and exactly. and as you gain wisdom i think there is a medicine for happiness i think it's called ecstasy and viagra <laughs> <laughs> depends depends <laughs> depends i yeah. mean if you take viagra and you're alone is it still well, medicine yeah i mean you can only have so much fun with a, with a water <laughs> bottle but um <laughs> i i was going to say that it's it all comes down to here comes the title sort of, of the episode it's <laughs> 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 uh, it's it, it's at least to me it's all about the middle ground like you need to figure out what makes you happy. You need to figure out what makes you unhappy. You need to do... Your life consists of doing both. Like, you can't have light without darkness. Because without it, you will all be gray. You you need to f actually suffer to realize what happiness is. That's why, like, people who suffer, like, horrible accidents become paraplegic actually report themselves being way happier after the accident than before uh, w w and which is it's a funny joke in norway because all of the like bodily harmed motivational speakers in norway are swedish for some weird reason well of course the norwegian don't survive because they have to climb up 1800 meters to get to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> oh but the view you die with a view Come on. So you die twice. <laughs> you, try, you die the first time getting there and you see the view and you die one oh, more yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hospitals in Norway are not meant to, to cure and heal people. It's, it's, 
it's where they send them to make them die. Oh yeah, it's, it's away it's, from it's, civilization. It's like prison. It's just that the food and the view is better. Oh okay. Uh. The food is better in the hospitals. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh damn. Lucky I mean, guy. you don't get much of it because you're dying. But yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Going, going back to the happiness thing just one more thing yes, i said it's like I, I usually don't um give advice but one of the things and it's helped me immensely is and i think this is something that's easily lost today you have to figure out um like you said what makes you happy and what doesn't like being honest to yourself and actually like listening to yourself and not just like, oh, I saw something on TV. I saw something on YouTube. Um, there's often the idea that I want to try that, but like without the further thought, like, is it because it is a well-made video or is it because I actually want to do it and this is going to make me happy, like trying this. Yeah, right. And as soon as you have that figured out and you're honest to yourself and you know basically what you want and what you don't want, life gets a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I had just one thing I, w I wanted to add. You are absolutely right. Just uh, learn to recognize what makes you happy, what makes you unhappy, and just accept that you will have both in your life. Um, I know there is exactly. a lot of woodworkers that are listening to us, and most of the time they are complaining about the time they spend sanding something. Mm -hmm. I actually like sanding wood when I, I am polishing yeah, a, a slab or something because for a project, it's it's bonus time for me. It, helps me relaxing from the previous steps also uh, it allows me some time to think about the following steps so that's that's the time i enjoy when i'm doing woodwork and accomplishing uh, something while basically having free time yeah yeah exactly and 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 i like it the fin uh, i start with a rough piece of wood and i finish it's it's smooth and and it's it's uh nice to the touch that's something that i really enjoy and and my my thoughts can can go elsewhere when i'm i'm doing it yeah so i just accept the idea that there will be some parts uh in the project that i w won't enjoy as much so for example waiting for the glue to dry or for the pen to dry it's just torture to me i really don't like it because it's wasted time and i if I'm in, if I am uh, hundred percent focused on a project, I can't do anything else. I can't go work on something else. I have to wait, and that's not something I really like. But that's also part of the process. It, in, I can rest. I can think. I can I can plan the next steps again, just to be sure that I don't make any mistakes. I don't like that part. Yes, so it makes me unhappy. So it's not about doing something that will makes you happy. 100% of the time, all day long, just learn to recognize that in your life, you will have great moments, you will have bad ones, and the balance between these two is not that important. You will enjoy more the good one, good ones, uh, if there is a um, bad one, if there are mm. bad ones. As you said, uh, Rasmus, um, can't be light without darkness so it's it will happen uh just try to uh, make them as little uh, as possible if if i can come with a couple of like mental hygiene tips uh, of course yeah which which is a concept i love uh and something that got told to me when uh, four years ago pretty much uh, I was up in Buda at the Scout Jamboree and I was in charge of a lot of um, 
uh, acquisition when it comes to materials and building stuff for the whole jamboree. And I was basically just sitting at an office in front of the computer and calling people and taking calls and just organizing. And at some point, I just sat there and realized that this is fucking miserable. And I, I was probably at it at an office job for the fourth day at that point, and I was dying inside. So I just walked up, went out to the workshop, and I found all of the axes that they had, and I started sharpening them. And I just told people, I'll be here. I have to walk a talkie with me. Call me if there is anything, but I will be sharpening axes. And nice. at some point, I noticed someone coming in and the workshop manager just stopping them. He goes, no, no, you walk around the back again. <laughs> and he was he Rasmus is busy with his mental hygiene. He needs to sharpen axes. <laughs> uh, but that's sort of besides the point. Um, I, if I, 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 yeah, if I would on. start sharpening axes in my um, office, I think they would call the cops on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you have a murderous look in your eye, Prob- probably. Yeah. Uh, but, could, could uh, happen. But your office is not known for making or setting axes, so it's not part of the thingy, you know. That's true. Probably. Yeah. I wish it would, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can always change career. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but but the few simple tips sort of to maybe figure out your state of mind because like if you are struggling mentally with where you are you need to change something and mm. one of the easiest things to feel better about yourself is to exercise and eat better that's like fundamentally yeah. if you can just do some improvements there go for one 10 minutes walk before you go to bed or first thing in the morning just get eats less sugary stuff eat some healthy stuff you mm. will feel better mm. but in addition to that yeah i see your face john it, it, <laughs> it, you're included in this uh, uh but like try to spend at least five minutes a day just sitting <laughs> Not in chocolate when you're saying that. <laughs> if, if you can, spend at least five minutes a day just sitting there and noticing how you're feeling. Yeah. Especially after you're beating, you messed up something, you cucked up, you are beating yourself up for mm. something going wrong. Just don't wallow in it, but just sit there and recognize what am I feeling and why am I feeling it and accept that's the state of things and when you're ready for it start looking for a solution for a problem like beating yourself up like yeah it might be deserved it might be like severely your fault because you were actually just stupid and inattentive but then you also know how to do it next time you know what you did wrong so just accept that you did it wrong and move on and forgiving yourself can be spiffing. People that we think that are spiffing. So, Red, what's the order? We're gonna go with GRR. So well, that's Jan, confusing. Jan Red Rasmus. 
Okay, I'll try not to forget my oh, spiff again. I'm I'm first. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, no pressure, no pressure. Yeah, I kind of feel bad because he's been spiffed like so many times, and now everybody like half of them is just gonna switch off and like I'm oh, not again. You should accept that you're feeling bad and move on. Exactly, <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna do. And talking about that, um, it's gonna be Jake, the Mega Monster. Nice. Because of yes. the very episode what we were talking about today, um, because he was like basically off the grid for a pretty long time, and he did mention that like stuff was a little bit much for him. So um, him being back and actually talking exactly about that stuff, like switching it up and uh, talking about what makes him happy, is I think has a lot to do with um, or gives a lot of inspiration with how things are handled or like how he at least how he handles it so i really really enjoyed that and i'm looking forward to seeing more of those videos of him yeah because yes. he kept his way like he's still so much like so positive but uh it really hits you like the message he brings over yeah i'm, I'm curious if he will start a spin-off channel called the motivational monster <laughs> hey, yeah if he listens to that he might consider it maybe maybe <laughs> So red, fine. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out uh, unshamelessly, shamelessly, mm -hmm. without any shame, to uh, uh, do the daughter uh, of a, a friend, dear friend of mine, uh, on TikTok. Uh, she's a young lady. She's making short video on TikTok because she's a fan. She's she's absolutely passionate by uh, J Japanese anime. So she's a cosplayer, a young cosplayer. She's only starting uh, doing that kind of stuff. And mm. um, I believe that she is uh, passionate to the point that she will start making her own uh, cosplays. Yeah, did, so did that, you tell me about her before that you were doing secret stuff with her? Yeah, that started to sound wrong. Uh, no. <laughs> helping her make no. things. Yeah, that, okay, that that's, one. That's secret. That's, yes, that, that's the one. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm making something for her, uh, for for a cosplay. Absolutely. Um, and and she uh, she has already started making making videos on TikTok uh, about the character that she really likes. So I want to help her and go in the right direction. And I, I hope that uh, she will she will start making an her uh, own her own cosplay and costume. And, and everything uh, because she is talented, she is passionated, passionated, she passionated, passionate, passion yeah, passionate, one of the two that you've said. Um, yes. So yeah, she, she uh, the, the account of TikTok is called Marie underscore anime, so it's spelled M-A-R-I-E underscore A-N-I-M-E with an S at the end. Young lady, talented, passionate. Or she if loves you're Japan. like me and can't hear letters in, and numbers in English, uh, check the show notes. Absolutely. I will put everything <laughs> in the show notes. And if you if you are on TikTok and uh, yeah, uh, do me a favor, subscribe to our uh, channel, um, give her likes, uh, comment, say that I sent you, uh, give uh, some encouragement because she deserves it. And, and she's a, a young shy uh lady and she she i hope she will keep doing what she she does because that makes her happy and that's what's mm. called nice very very good and my shout is a show on netflix called metal shop masters which is 
pretty awesome. It's it, it's a reality competition thing, but it's all about welders. So I hate the premise of it, but it's better than Forging Fire, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think I have a new man crush. Oh. He's called Ivan. He's from Michigan. And he is wicked when it comes to welding and making armatures that moves and kinetic art stuff. Nice. I'm, I'm sorry, Jamie. I'm man crushing on him now. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Metal Shop Masters on Netflix. Um, Leah Ariparch, I think her name was, that was on the Full Blast podcast with Jeff uh, months ago and will be back on it. She's there. Uh, there is this awesome old guy from Alabama that is like your perfect creative mad grandfather. And you have this this absolute firecracker of, firecracker of a girl from Texas called Ray that... She is like probably the biggest master of winging it and nailing it. Nice. Yeah, it's she does everything by hand and eye, and it turns out at least through the lens of the camera and all that, like fantastic. It's nice. Really. How is it called again? Metal Shop Masters on Netflix. Okay. okay. Uh, probably just a season out, but like even if you're not really into welding, watch it just to see how creative people work and think. Watch to learn how other people like put things together, how they process information and deal with a challenge, both time pressure and all of that. And like it's to a welder, it would probably have the same problems as I have with Forge and Fire, that it doesn't show enough of the craft to show you how things are done. But if you know enough about welding from the beginning, or are just interested in developing art or putting uh, putting like ideas into reality then it's a really good show i really enjoy it and i'm not i'm just about halfway to the season and they eliminate people going through and it gets exciting and interesting and all that but it's there's no unnecessary drama that i can see in there it's just here's the task here's how you do it the judges come up and talk to you about potential problems they see that you have a dialogue about it and they move on and you see okay, them good. fixing things. They make the, the tension build up just towards the end, like they have to do. But I really like it, and you should definitely nice. check it out. Yeah. I will. Metal Shop Masters on Netflix for the fourth or fifth time. Good. Great. And you're the Yeah, I, for, I forgot what was next. I started to that, remember this. That's just what you have to say. Yeah, okay. So. Well, you did. And no, no, no. <laughs> Do it. You are hosting the oh, show. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, any <laughs> other business? Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, just a big shout out to the guys, the boys, uh, Steve, Al, Brett. Uh, I think I speak for the three of us. Um, yeah, but thank you very what? much for leaving the keys out so we can sneak <laughs> ourselves in when you're not home. <laughs> Yeah, and also thank you for doing the podcast every other uh, week uh, when we are not here. Uh, yes. Every other week of the year for what you are sh- sharing uh, or how inspiring you are. And Absolutely. And that's it. Yeah, not much to add to that one. So where can people find you guys? 
There's, there's a lot of hand waving going on. It's hand waving, pointing at each other. Okay, I'm going to start. Like, this is the benefit of saying things first, it because I can just wait for chaos to happen. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, 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 I was thinking we were keeping the same order. Uh, you can find me uh, on Facebook, Instagram, mainly on YouTube to add uh, under um, the Red Smith or Red Smith. Also, theredsmiths.com. Uh, don't use Twitter. I will probably start using TikTok at some point because uh, that's the future. And uh, yeah, that's it. So, Red Smith or The Red Smith. And you can find me as Nerd Inventor, mainly on YouTube and Instagram. Um, I also have Twitter, but mainly just use it to read it. So, yeah, probably the best, best way to reach me is YouTube and Insta. And I'm Rasmus Lowen on all of the social platform things. And we have the podcast Two Thirds Focused that is currently out with three episodes. And it should be available at all of your usual podcasting places. If not, complain to Red because he's in charge. Yep. At least behind the scenes. I'm the, I'm the, the, the sacrificial figure in front. <laughs> yep. Uh, but... As Red said, thanks a lot to the boys for letting uh, letting us have a go and do all of our shenanigans here when they are having a break, pretending to be too busy to do a podcast. And if you like the podcast, you should find the Fools on Fools with Tools on Instagram and Facebook and all of those things and follow them and join the Facebook group and do all of that. Thanks, guys. Love your faces. Bye! Bye. <laughs>